This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats Podcast. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Live Beats. Live Beats. With Sally Musa. Live from the Expo Centre Sharjah. It's Pulse 95. Yes, the 38th Sharjah International Book Fair is all about open books, open minds this year. But what happens when the titles that tell our story don't exist? Well, enter 1001 titles themed Nurturing Talent to Enrich Content. The 1001 Titles Initiative was launched by Knowledge Without Borders in February 2016. So the first phase of the initiative aimed to publish 1001 first edition Arabic books, enhancing the UAE's collective intellectual product and ensuring the sustainability of the publishing industry here in the country and beyond. The initiative is also supported Emirati authors to write more books, facilitate publishing houses and increase their competitiveness on regional and global scales. So to tell us more about this amazing initiative, we are so pleased to welcome to the Pulse95 studios, Majda Shahi, the initiative manager of 1001 Titles. Welcome. Thank you. So great to have you. Now, uh, Mesh, tell us a little bit more about 1001 Titles, why it all started and, and what it's doing now. So as you said, uh, the 1001 Titles started in 2016, which was the year of reading in the Emirates. The, uh, the initiative came because of some studies that showed that the number of the books in the UAE was decreasing. Yes. So we wanted the numbers of books to start increasing, of, of course, and we wanted the publishing houses to produce their books locally. So most of our publishers, what they used to do is that they'd go and get the ISBNs from other countries because of the costs. And they would also print outside the country because of that. So the reason the initiative came is to give them the grant of 5,000 dirhams per title to help them with these publishing costs. And uh, I think the number of the books since the initiative started has increased a lot. And uh, the Arabic content has also increased. Um, in the first phase of the initiative, we covered 1,001 titles. And in the second phase, which is still running now, we have also printed more than 600 titles. It's fantastic, you know, to see. So talk to us about the kind of books that you're publishing. Okay. Uh, what we do is we basically sponsor the books. So the publisher or the author come to us and provide us with the book, the first, uh, the first draft of the book. And once it's reviewed by our committee and we proofread it and we go through it, we give it back to the publisher or the author and they can do the changes and they, then they just have to add our logo on, on to the cover of the book and then they receive the grant. Can you talk about how your initiative has encouraged uh, more and more people to write and then become authors and publish their own works? Yeah, of course. So if we have new authors coming to us or if I just meet someone who'd say like, I've always wanted to write a book, but I didn't, I don't know where to start. So I tell them, just go to our website, give us the book and we'll manage. So he gives us the book and once we finish reviewing it and giving it back, we find the right publisher who can work with this, with this person or with this author, depending on the type of the book. And then from our end, we also contact the publisher. So listen, this author is new and he just started and we want you to publish their book and they're always collaborating with us. And that's great. And browsing your website, I've seen the majority of the books I've come across are children's books. Yes. Could you talk about why that is? Okay. I think the uh, about 70% of the books were in the first phase were for children. And I think the reason behind that is like, 
uh, the, the children's books has always been like uh, coming from outside and were translated and were not like Arabic or Emirati content. And the reason that publishers realized this and also we encouraged them to write more books that children can engage with and like can can relate to and so the, in order for them to encourage them to love reading yeah because people think oh it's an Arabic book even if it comes out from outside it, you know it it's still an Arabic book well actually no yeah. you need stories that that tell your own personal stories yeah. the reader has to see themselves in the book that yeah. is so important isn't it yes it is the reader has to engage with the book in order for them to like to be able to associate it with their daily lives and then they would love reading more and they'd love to know more about this you were talking about your daughter you were reading to your daughter and and she had that reaction you know reading some of these books yes we were reading a book uh, from Kalimat Publishing House and it's about my big busy family and she could relate to it like she referred this is my father this is my grandmother this is my uncle and I think that engages them more and they love reading more. Speaking of the Kalima Publishing House, can you talk about your collaboration with the Kalima Foundation? Yes, uh, and um, last year in Charge Children's Reading Festival, we collaborated with Kalima Foundation. We signed an MOU to help sponsor 200 books that are in the accessible uh, EPUB 3 format because we want like, to give books and give the chance to read to a lot of children or a lot of people. The, uh, this uh, specific type of books is missing in the region and uh, by sponsoring 200 titles we help like, get, give the books to more people and to a huge number. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got a new strategy for 2020. Talk to us about that. Yes, uh, we'd like to increase like, the, um, the, the books, the number of books that we give to authors because all the time the, uh, the authors would have like difficulties finding the right publisher or not knowing who to go to and I think I believe that uh, the more we give into that field the more like better content we have the more um, chances we give to these authors incredible and uh, my other question too about is about your participation in the Sharjah International Book Fair what has 1001 titles been doing I know you guys have a lot as planned as far as book signings are concerned yes so we do have uh, end stand um, book signings for our new authors and publishers and we do have like about two or three book signings each day and uh, like a lot of people would come to the stand they've got like free books and they get the book signs and we also had an illustrator yesterday who signed her book in the stand yeah yeah talk to us about you know some of the names that you have coming through uh, we had uh, Ashel Hamrani which is an Emirati illustrator and uh, we had a lot of Emirati and Arab uh, uh, writers in stand the thing is that uh, it's not for Emiratis only so yes. any Arab people who are interested in writing can go to the website of the initiative and participate. Can you tell us more about what sets Emirati literature apart from other literatures? What is it about the Emirati sensibility and how it comes across in books? Well, um, it's, uh, uh, can you just uh, repeat the question? Yeah, the question is what makes Emirati literature special and different from literature written by authors from other countries from around the world? Well, uh, the thing is that we wanted Arabic content. Yeah. And we wanted like uh, books that readers in the region could relate to and could read more. I think, I think most of our readers were going to English books or yes. to other languages yeah. because they did not have like the right content that would like 
like engage them you know like uh, we have different categories or different uh, things that people are interested now in nowadays so if they find the right people or like let's say someone from their region that they can relate to that has written this book or somebody that they know it helps engage more and it adds more readers particularly when you've got uh, you know children's books you said you focus on children's books that's the the age or the time that you've got to really capture their attention otherwise yeah. that kind of grow out of it and they're not interested anymore I feel like you know when we focus on kids reading and you know making sure that we find them titles that engage them that they love that they're excited about that carries through that turns into like a lifelong love of reading and learning particularly when you're talking about Arabic yes uh, bear in mind that the initiative comes under Knowledge Without Borders and Knowledge Without Borders one of the main goals is to help deliver books to people who cannot have the books yes. and to help encourage people to read yes. and it's about giving books to everyone and just how to find ways to to just add more readers and particularly um, you know I know that uh, with refugee children as well you know who often have to go uh, to countries that are not their own they don't find themselves in those countries and I know that you that Kalimat Foundation um, you know you're taking those books to those kids yeah it happens through Kalimat Foundation yeah. Kalimat Foundation provide libraries uh, yes. in, in a lot of countries for refugees and uh, we also sponsored one of the libraries yes. with Kalimat Foundation and we've been in, in Brazil specifically fantastic yeah. another question is um, how far do you end up working with authors and in the sense that if you get an author going to 1001 titles, they want to publish a book. If you don't think it's ready yet, how much work do you put in the book? Do you have a whole team that works on the content, illustrations? Can you elaborate on that process? Okay. So uh, the first thing is that when the person gets to our website, they create an account and they add the book to the website. And then from there, from our teams, it goes to our committee, reviewing committee. We have a person who proofreads it, edits it, and we have a, a committee of five people and that's their main job. In terms of illustrations, and if the author wants an illustrator, we have a list of illustrators that we've been working with, and we just connect them together. Mm -hmm. And even after that, when the book is ready, we then send it to a publisher. We suggest like three names of publishers, and we see which one works best with the, with the author, and that's where we can help. It sounds amazing. This uh, initiative is uh, open now yes. for authors and illustrators as well. Um, and is this for, for all kinds of genres of books? Or? All kinds of genres. Yeah. We welcome any kind of books. It just has to be an Arabic book and to be a first edition. Well, that's it. Uh, we've had Majd al-Shihay talk to us all about the 1001 Titles Initiative. Uh, be sure to check them out here at the Sharjah International Book Fair. Just tell well everybody where you're standing yes. so that they can come visit you. Exactly behind the uh, Pulse station. 95. Pulse95. <laughs> yeah. Come check out Pulse95 yes. and 1001 Titles as well. Yeah. That's right. And uh, stay tuned to Pulse95. We've got a lot more interviews coming up. The poet Ian S. Thomas to talk to us about his viral internet poetry as well as Malawi writer Upil Chisala. Stay tuned. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.